What are you doing with your race card? If you could mark it for us, let us know. Rain in Melbourne, rain in Sydney, definitely rain in Brisbane. Best bets across the country with our experts. Morphinville. Hope at hand is a play there as Heath Pope's best bet. Race five, number four. Jaminga race eight, number seven, his best value. He says, have something on Cheeky Cheeky Bella as well. Race seven, number eight. Um, in New Zealand today, race seven, number 10, shoes, the best there for Mitch Davis. And Shane Curlio, Curlio, whatever you want to really call him, he likes Bill Pomeria at $61, now into $41, race two, number eight. He's keen on acquitted. I think everybody's really keen on the my best bet anyway, Caulfield first race. What price we're getting now for the Peter Moody train galloper at Caulfield, which we're only 36 minutes away. Um, she's into $3, Anisa. So she could be the play there in race number one, Damien Lane writes. So, yeah, 36 minutes away from the opening event there. The Hong Kong Jockey Club, visit the hkjc.com. Tom Wood joins us. Tom, um, hello to you, mate. Not far away now. This time next week, we'll be getting set for the big international meeting. In fact, Wednesday night's got the International Jockeys Challenge. So um, it's the place to be at the moment, Hong Kong. It certainly is, Gareth. Hello to you. It's a good time to be here in Hong Kong. Weather's uh, really good as well and uh, most of the runners have pretty much all arrived. We had a couple of uh, defections yesterday. Of course, Russian Emperor's not going to line up in the Vars. Um, the horse from America is not coming across now. Soldier uh, Rising and Courier Wonder how it also came out of the sprint yesterday. So a couple of defections in the last 24, 48 hours, but can confirm the Aidan O'Brien Quartet arrived first thing this morning. So they are here. Uh, Luxembourg, uh, Warmheart, uh, also coming across for uh, Aidan O'Brien. Uh, Aesop's uh, Fables and Cairo. They've all arrived in the early hours of this morning. Such an advantage, isn't it, for, with the quarantine laws in Hong Kong for horses like those European gallopers and from Bally Doyle, they can arrive, what, a week out? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, they would have got on a, a plane uh, uh, yesterday uh, over in uh, Ireland, and so they've made their way across and they looked in uh, good order when they got off the, the float uh, this morning after the, the long journey across. But yes, it's it's, it's it's a little bit further than what sort of they, they tend to do in terms of going to, to Dubai. A lot of them like to go down there, but see, it's it's only a little bit further to come to Hong Kong and they straight into the quarantine centre. All right, mate. What like when do the are the fields out? When do the fields come out for Wednesday then? Uh, the entries are out now on the website yep. hkjc.com. So there's uh, nine races uh, early starts on the first, and then uh, the jockeys allocation I think begins at ten o'clock Hong Kong time. Uh, on uh, Monday morning, so that'll take place okay. out at Shatin. Uh, I'm not sure if all of the, the jockeys will be there, but uh, most of them uh, will be. If they're, if they're not, they'll certainly be there, uh, uh, all of them, on uh, Tuesday afternoon for the, the press conference. And uh, it's, uh, it's it's a lot more even than it used to be. Uh, the system uh, developed by uh, Dominic Byrne to, uh, to to even it up. So uh, certainly the, the jockey challenge boys and the in, the, in that department to uh, set the odds for the Jockeys Challenge. They have a little bit to do with it as well. Yeah, Dominic Byrne play, was lucky enough to play golf with the great man the other day. And, um, geez, he's made quite an impact in the sport of racing, hasn't he? He's form analyst for all the big guns. He consults everybody. And then, of course, he's even doing um, helping out the Hong Kong Jockey Club to make sure they get the, 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 the jockey system right so we don't get any too many odds-on favourites. Um, um, and the jockeys, because they're such a competitive lot, they think they're unfairly treated if they get a bad ride or they get a few bad rides. So hopefully this gives everybody an opportunity to show their class 
and we get to see the best winner um, there yeah, on the night. But will, they'll complain, won't they? The jocks will be, oh, I didn't get a barrier or something like that. There'll, there'll be there'll be something like that, but in terms of actually having the the, the rocks or horse in the race, obviously the, the the handicapping department they put a little bit more money on top of those uh, uh, races as well in terms of prize money for trainers and owners. So we do get the the better horses targeting uh, those races, and they sort of uh, weed out a, a few of the ones that haven't been in in great form. So uh, yeah, it's it's been certainly even up over sort of the last uh, four or five years that I've been here anyway. All right then, mate. What about t- tomorrow? How do we make some money? Yeah, a lot of races on the dirt tomorrow at Turf yeah. Charter. I was protecting the, the turf, so we've got six dirt races, four turf races. I think we can uh, go to one of the turf races, at least, with uh, race nine, number one, a horse called Meep Meep. Now, with this horse uh, here, was trained by John Size, uh, Zach Curtin uh, riding. Uh, he'll probably come up flip of the coin odds, 2.1, 2.2, but on his first run, he looks tough to beat. Race nine, number one, Meep Meep. Uh, race six, number four, flying ace for uh, Zach Curtin and uh, David Hall. This horse is just a, a winner in waiting, but he never draws a gate. There's a lot of pace in this race. He'll go back, and one would think he can run on strongly. His first run on the all-weather, but being by Swiss ace, that progeny normally does handle the all-weather here at Sharpton pretty well. So race six, number four, flying eight. And uh, for some value, race three, number 11, Harry's Hero getting onto the all-weather for the first time. This horse won on the all-weather over in the UK, over 1,895 metres. He's running over 1,800 metres uh, uh, tomorrow for Ricky Ute and Tegan DeMello is riding. We'll need some luck from the draw, but I think going on to uh, the surface is a plus. But uh, the ultimate to best, uh, Gareth, race nine, number one, meet me. All right, mate, you go and get them. Enjoy next week. We'll chat to you on numerous occasions, if that's okay, on Giddy Up and on race card um, as we get set for International Week. But what's just before we let you go, what are they? what's the talk around Hong Kong? Will it be another big week for the locals headed by Romantic Warrior and Golden 60? Or do the locals think that they might be a little bit vulnerable this year with the international representation, especially from Europe and Japan? Yeah, I really think the, the locals could be slightly on the, the vulnerable side to this time uh, uh, round for International Day. Of course, and the, the sprinter, I really do feel like Lucky Swainess is racing like a, a bit of a tired horse, and I'm not the only one with that opinion either. And so he's coming into this, he's had plenty of work, he's been up for a long, long time. So well, I think there's every chance that he could get to roll. Maybe maybe Japan could even uh, do it in the, the sprint with a horse like Mad Cool, who's going to go forward and set up a, a good tempo. Uh, when it comes to the mile, of course, uh, the Japanese have brought some quality horses across there. Golden 60s first up. So, look, he's eight years of age now. It's, uh, it's going to be almost sort of unknown what, he's, what he might do come International Day. We know he's got a, a very good fresh-up record. He's been uh, trialling well, but there are some quality horses out of it. Uh, Japan coming over for that as well. If, I think in terms of a race, Hong Kong probably has a maybe a little edge with Romantic Warrior when it comes to the the cup. But again, there's some quality horses in uh, that race. Uh, Aiden O'Brien's got some horses like uh, Luxembourg across the yeah. here, and he's got a, a lot of quality uh, about him. And then uh, when it comes to the VAR, that's the, the race that's always very tough for, for Hong Kong to win. I think it could be a Japan one-two uh, in the in the in the VARs this year. Yeah, I thought Equinox could have headed over for the Hong Kong Cup for his final farewell, but oh, I can't believe they pulled up stumps after the Japan Cup. But um, If only. If only. Hey, mate, we wish you the best luck and joy. Look after our man David Taggart will be there this week. So um, um, we're, sending him, we're sending him rogue, so hopefully he behaves himself first of all. And um, gets, I've, I've given him a job to get three exclusive interviews for us, so we'll see how he goes. 
Okay, if you give it to him once, he might not get those with the views. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got to make sure he doesn't go there, all right? Don't give him any recommendations, Tommy. Good on you, brother. See you later. There's Tommy Wood there. For the latest on Hong Kong racing, go to hkjc.com.